It's time for Larry News. My guests tonight, John7.05 p.m. 2022. We're talking NBA. We've got a Lakers fan. We've got a Knicks fan, a Rockets fan, and just general NBA stuff. Sal, welcome aboard. Um, you know, when I was, I was actually thinking last night that I was going to say that, well, the Lakers are kind of maybe getting it together. They've won a bunch in the last few games. LeBron's back. They've gotten healthy elsewhere with, like, Dennis Schroeder and uh, Thomas Bryant, others. <laughs> so, I don't know. They lost in a buzzer, like, a close one to Indiana. So, not so good. Still a bad record. I don't know. How, you, how are you feeling about the Lakers right now? I feel like we started off the last time I was on the show the exact same way. Yeah. except they were still on a winning streak that then fell apart. Like the day after we recorded the show, uh, I feel terrible about the team, but I felt terrible about the team since we got Russ. Mm -hmm. And if I'm being totally honest, I try to be, I try to call it down the middle. And since he accepted the bench role, he has been noticeably better. Yeah. He's been helping the team. He's been, you know, more efficient as a, as a shooter and a scorer. He's been hitting some corner threes, but last night we were up 11 with five minutes to go. And I was laying in bed watching the game because I started a, a full-time job. So now instead of the Laker game starting my night, the Laker game ends my night. Uh-huh. And so I was watching the end of the game. And as soon as I saw that Russ was back in the game with five minutes to go, I got uneasy in my stomach and he had, I think a couple of turnovers, some, some really, really poor shots. Uh, and I don't even blame him. It's not his fault. You're up 11 points. Your job is to hold a lead. You're going to need defense and good decision-making on offense. And Darvin Ham has to know that if those are the two things you need, you don't bring Russ back into the game. LeBron's legs are already pretty much done on defense in year 19. He saves it all for offense. So you're really just surrounding LeBron and AD with your three best defenders. And if they had done that, I think they would have won the game, but they didn't. So they lost. 
Yeah, it's like you can't blame Russ for being Russ. I kind of feel the same way with Thibodeau. It's like it's the front office's fault. He's not. He's going to do what he's going to do. Yeah. But, okay, so with the Lakers, the interesting thing is AD has, I mean, he, he, every day he's probable with lower back tightness, and it's always the right. ticking time bomb. But he's been playing like one of the elite players in the NBA so far this season. At least that's what it seems like from seeing some stats and some highlights, not watching every game. Has that been the case? He's been incredible. This is, I mean, aside from the the shooting, particularly from three, right. which he had in the bubble during the title run, but really has not come anywhere close to since. Every other aspect of his game is to the point that it was at when he was either one or one a on a championship team. Uh, he's unbelievable. And I think, and this is the pessimist in me, but I think you trade him. What better time are you ever going to have to trade him than when he's on one of the great hot streaks of his entire career? The, the league is so wide open this season. So many teams think they have a chance. The jazz, I think are still like 12 and eight. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many teams that think they're in it. You are, I believe, never going to get a bigger return for Anthony Davis than you could get right now. And if Rudy Gobert got four first-round picks plus Kessler, who just got drafted in the mid-first, plus two or three pick swaps. Plus Malik Beasley and Laurie Markkinen. Yeah, yeah. And Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt. And Beverly. Who's now? Yeah, Markinen no, came but, from Cleveland, but no one oh, yeah, knew sorry. that Markinen was going to do this this year. I liked, I've always liked Vanderbilt, but I've given up on Markinen as being anything better than like a fifth or sixth guy on a good team, and he looks, at least up to this point, to be an All Star. Yeah, but I think the window's closed for the Lakers. I don't want to trade Russ anymore because there's no trade that you can make or no trade you can put him into even with the 27 and 29 draft picks that make you a title contender. So I am never an advocate of being in the middle of the league. Mm -hmm. It's the worst place you can be because you can't get a good draft pick. Not that they can get a good draft pick this year because they gave it to new Orleans anyway, as a pick swap, but I don't want to mortgage two more drafts to be a six seed and to get knocked out in the first round maybe second round if they catch a bunch of luck. So I think it's over. I think you trade Davis as soon as humanly possible because he's going to get hurt because his entire career has shown you that he gets hurt. And I think once summer comes, you work with LeBron to send him somewhere that he can compete for one last championship. And so that he'll say good things about you on the way out so that when you are ready to be a good team again, there's a guy, you know, that is going to go down as the second best player ever said great things about your franchise and you help him get to another team and get, you know, a couple of firsts and maybe an impact player. And you start this thing over again, because once they give whatever pick they're going to give away in this draft to new Orleans, they owe them one more pick mm -hmm. and it's either going to be next year or 2025. And then they don't owe any more picks to anybody. So you don't further compound that and put yourself further in asset debt 
you start building new because the windows closed. They're not a contender. They're not, you know, anything better than a first round exit team. It's interesting. You're advocating full, full teardown, including trading LeBron, um, which I mean, which would be amazing if he was ever on. He's never been on the trade block before. No, he's not going to want to stay. If he wanted to stay and be part of a rebuild, then, you know, you keep him, of course, but he's not going to want to. So help him. Nor should he. he says good things. Yeah. But, but it's, I, I still have a little bit of hope for the Lakers, which is probably stupid, but being that AD is playing, as you said, like a one or one a and LeBron since coming back from his, his like two week foot injury or whatever, at least offensively looks like a one or a one a, and I'm sure they could both turn it on in the playoffs. Obviously it's like, since coming back from injury uh, so far, and, you know, AD's probably going to get hurt at some point. But with those two guys playing at elite level, it, it just doesn't seem hard for me to imagine them being one of the at least really good teams in the NBA. And their supporting cast is not terrible. Like, I like Lonnie Walker. No, it's but it's but they don't have shooters. Yeah, they don't have shooters and they don't have defenders. And that's literally the only thing the blueprint for 19 years or let's say 17 years Mm -hmm. when the Cavs first became good. The blueprint around LeBron is shooters and defenders and AD can defend as well as anybody in the league. And maybe he catches fire and can shoot, but they don't have anyone else on the team that can defend and they don't have anyone else on the team that can shoot save maybe Austin Reeves, who's giving off a little bit of a Alex Caruso Jr. vibe. Yeah. But there's no one else on the team. LeBron has to have one feisty, small white guy on the team. That's, it, yeah, it, for without a doubt. Yeah. Wow, so... They're not a contender. They can make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They can make a trade. They can get Miles Turner, Buddy Heald. They can make a trade and maybe get DeRozan. If Mm -hmm. the Bulls decide to tear it all down and they'll get to the playoffs, they'll turn their season around, but they're not getting past the Warriors, the Suns, the Nuggets, at least. And then, I mean, Dallas has to make a move at some point. They can't. I don't think Utah sticks. I don't think Utah sticks. Right. But the Clippers, if Kawhi gets healthy, are better than us. The Grizzlies are better than us and would be even bringing in Turner and Heald or DeRozan and Caruso. There's, I mean, you're looking at a ceiling after the trade of being sixth. Mm-hmm. Maybe you avoid the, the play in tournament and get to the sixth seed. But to me, that's not worth essentially throwing away the rest of the decade worth of draft picks. Yeah. I, I, I guess if they, I mean, it's always tough to give up on a year of LeBron, one of the best players ever, and AD playing like a MV, at an MVP level. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're not going to trade those two draft picks, I kind of like the idea of of going with a full teardown. I mean, what do you think of the idea though of waiting a year? You'll still have LeBron and AD, and then trying to make some moves to get in a better supporting cast. I mean, they can, but LeBron gets hurt all the time now is the thing. 
like I, I mean, granted there was a season that was shortened because of COVID. And then I, I don't remember if they cut some games out of the following season or if they just started super late, but I think it was 72 maybe. Yeah. He hasn't played a full season since he's come to the Lakers. And I mean, I love AD. I truly love the guy. Uh, If he, you know, blows out his knee, he's lost all value, which can be said about, you know, 90% of the league. Right. But he has a history of it. If they try to trade him now to a team that really needs it, I think they could get four unprotected firsts and a player that could come in and help them not finish bottom five in the league and give Wembenyama or Scoot to the Pelicans, which is all I want at this point. (laughs) I don't care about the playoffs. I don't care about another ring with this current group. I don't care about anything. I just don't want to have given the Pelicans Wembenyama because Rob Rob Palinka doesn't put a fucking (laughs) protection on a pick. The I well, ironically, the best way to prevent that is to trade those two unprotected picks to to get your team as good as possible now. Um, but, okay. then, but then we're going to be bad for ten yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the next Wembenyama. What what yeah. what Larry's saying is you can never lose at the casino if you keep doubling down. That's true. Right. You cannot lose. Yeah, you only lose. Forty eight percent of the time you win on the roulette table. Forty eight percent. Okay, uh, John. Um, yeah, what what direction would you go in if you were the Lakers? I actually really really love Sal's idea. I I mean. I think it makes the most sense. I think trading 27 and 29, I'm probably more pessimistic about the rest of the West than, than Sal is. I don't think Kawhi is ever coming back. I, um, and at this point, I think Dallas is like so deeply flawed. Mm-hmm. So basically, I think it's only Phoenix and Memphis at the top of the conference and Golden State, if they can like, you know, keep it together and get, any other talent in there besides their starting five and Denver, so Denver Denver at Denver really good Denver job. Denver's really good Denver's really good okay so so it's those four at the top I think the Lakers can get in in the five spot and then I think that the playoffs I don't know anything can happen um I don't know I I don't think the Lakers could actually make the finals I don't think they can win but um, but yeah, I think the best idea is, is really to get some value for Anthony Davis. Now, unfortunately, all those teams have television sets as well. Right. So they, they know, they know when Rob Polinka calls that basically he's, you know, trying to get Anthony Davis out the door before he breaks down. Right. Um, uh, yeah, John, I, I don't think you would there get is one team. There is no. one team no, that, might, come on. that might trade with the hope that Anthony Davis could be the missing piece. Come to on, make them we dug men. our heels in. One team that might be willing to take the risk with Anthony Davis. You mean the team that refused to give up Quentin Grimes for Donovan Mitchell? That team is future thinking. If you're talking about the New York Knicks, but. Look, I Anthony Davis is again currently 
playing amazing. I, I don't think any team would give up four unprotected picks, but I do think his value is probably the highest it's ever going to be. Um, God help me if the Knicks trade for him. <laughs> please, <laughs> please. I mean, <laughs> that might be the end for me. <laughs> Leon Rose, like that's that's like a Leon Rose trying to save his job move. Unbelievable. Um, All of these things seem totally unreasonable and unlike the Knicks. Like, of course, of course. Hey, Leon Rose has been. Yeah, I don't love necessarily the position that the Knicks are in right now, but he has not acted like an idiot, at least. This, yeah. Th- Yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got to create a blues festival so Dolan is distracted. Uh, but, all right, speaking of where, for the sake of who, which team would be a great fit for AD and can become, can move from good to real contender... Um. Yeah. Have you guys thought about any teams for AD? I'm kind of looking now, and I mean, Memphis is obviously interesting. I don't know if they would do it. I don't think so. I think they're too smart. Yeah. I think they've been building through the draft and maybe and some smart trades. I think they're fine. How about if Memphis makes a move, it's going to be for KD. Yeah. How about the Washington Wizards? I'm going to try to try to take an opportunity to punch down and pretend I'm not a dumb team. If there's any team other than the Knicks whose draft picks that I would love to own for the rest of the decade, it's the Washington Wizards. So what would have to happen for them to trade a bunch of picks? Because they have a pick right now that's protected one through 14 and then I think keeps being protected a few years out, they would have to get the Knicks to, or they would have to remove the protections of the pick they owe to the Knicks so that they could trade future picks. So I like this deal a lot. And, and wizards (laughs) picks wizards picks, as long as the wizards themselves aren't making them are excellent. Yeah. How about, how about they drafted someone in the top 10 this season who's in the D League? That the is G, so it's weird. It's the G League. But yes, it, that, is, that is pretty bad. That's and pretty and bad. like, at, but it wasn't at the time, it wasn't like a reach or a cra- considered a crazy pick. Like, I don't know what's going on there with Johnny Davis. No, it was maybe a couple of spots higher than people expected, but people had Johnny Davis in the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Davis was the best player in. Pretty good conference. He was last great. Year. I don't even know. I think Keegan Murray was better than him, but that's Iowa yeah. bias. In the Big but, Ten conference, in the the Big Ten tournament, Keegan Murray was the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, but yeah, I mean, John Davis had a really really good year. I don't. The guy couldn't shoot once he got to the NBA. He like Bad. summer league, he was a disaster. Bad. Yeah, but he had. He's like basically not played this regular season. So I no. have, who knows what's going on there. Um. Yeah, I don't know uh, the exact specifics of their deal with the Knicks. I know that somehow every trade that the Knicks made to get extra first-round picks, and I think they have three their own in this upcoming draft, but all three of them are protected. The Detroit pick is protected. Mm-hmm. The Washington pick is protected. And then I forget who the third team was, but they have a third pick from another more. team. 
Well, yeah, two more. One is not till 2025. It's from Milwaukee, top four right. protected. The other one they have, very interestingly, is is Dallas's top ten protected pick. Right. If the if the lot if the draft were tonight and no lottery, Dallas would be picking tenth, so it wouldn't even convey. Which is right. like, I'm sure it will by the end of the season. It'll be a pick in the late. I would say probably the mid to late teens. I would say like. 17 to 20 range which is actually which is actually great. pretty good which it's great compared and to it's what a it good be. draft yeah and washington's would convey now because they're they're the seventh seed right now in the east right um yeah dallas yeah, i mean all of those first can just come right to the lakers you guys can have anthony davis <laughs> to pair with julius randall two kentucky boys don't you want julius randall back no, we do not want Julius <laughs> Randall back. We don't want Julius Randall, and we don't want Evan Fournier. So uh, yeah. we'll take anyone but those guys. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys are going to have to find a third team. I no, basically... I, did, I did the numbers on this. It's The trade would be uh, Derek Rose, Hartenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember this. I, I did it like a week and a half ago. Well, you're but just, the Lakers can. The you, trade is only one and two year guys from the Knicks, and then draft picks, and it would be great for everybody. It would be great for everybody. Um, what about Minnesota? Carl Anthony Towns just got hurt. They could use another big. I mean, I would trade davis for towns and a pick but i think they gave everything they have to utah they did give everything they have and minnesota wouldn't do that um sacramento sacramento's in play sacramento's good sacramento's pretty good and they don't have i mean who's theirs i guess oh sabonis is their center i always forget yeah sabonis is pretty much their father yeah. pretty much rashawn davis likes the to play the four and i like him exactly but davis can play the four for <laughs> sacramento um, you know, New Sacramento picks historically end up very high in the draft as well. I'm good with that. Uh, yeah, I just, I think they only gave up. They may not have even given up a pick in the Halliburton and Sabonis trade. They might've gotten a pick in that trade. I don't remember, but that might be of all trades in the last decade. Like what trade was more perfect for two teams than that trade? <laughs> It did. Yeah. It did like work pretty well for Sacramento, and the Pacers would do it all over because they both won. Yeah, um, and actually, De'Aaron Fox is having. A, I mean, so is Halliburton, but De'Aaron Fox is having a really yeah. great year. Um, they should both be all stars. Yeah, but neither one would be if they were still on the same team. So no. this is it's great, perfect. And Sabonis isn't an all star, but he's such a great peace in an offense he can't defend you know anybody but i mean you know that's pretty much expected from 80 percent of the league now so let's see i think average scoring i think average team scoring is something like 114 points a game oh yeah i feel like it's something outrageous this year yeah that is crazy and boston is having i think the like the great, like the most offensively efficient season ever, at least so far. So. Until Malcolm Brogdon gets hurt, right? He's, no, they'll be fine without him. 
No, they'll be fine. But they, he, he's taking them up to another level. They're, they're yeah, good. I don't know. If they're really good. I think it's just that Tatum has become unbelievable. But, well, Tatum didn't even play the other night. And Brown was unbelievable when yeah, Tatum yeah, yeah. wasn't playing. It's, even Derek they're, White they're is loaded. good. They're, they're just, yeah, well coached they're, and everything. Yeah, it sucks. Stacked. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think full strength Milwaukee still beats them. Truly, I do. I think so too. I think those two are head and shoulders above the rest of the league right now, but you know, it's a long season. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm just, I I'm looking. Think- yeah. I, I, I mean, Boston sort of makes sense as an AD team, but they probably wouldn't do it. No, no. no Cause they, no, they, they won't do it. There was some bad blood. I thought that the Lakers wouldn't give him to them either. Like the Lakers yeah. wouldn't facilitate them winning a title. The the team that I think would be perfect, yeah. But they already traded their picks away. Would be Atlanta, yeah. Because if Atlanta could trade Collins and maybe, you know, since Collins is a good player, maybe, you know, two firsts and two swaps. That's a deal that would make sense for both teams. Because AD with those guys mm-hmm. would be Atlanta would be probably the third best team in the east yeah and have a chance against the top two at least but you know they gave away three i think for dejunta or two and a half yeah and i mean capella is pretty good for them but you're you're right i mean that would be a huge upgrade i mean capella is not even better than uh than okongu okongu is amazing he's amazing i think he's he's still capella is pretty good I've never been a fan. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, he was a former Houston guy. Yep. He was. He was. Yeah. He was great. He was great on the Rockets. Like, he fit in with the James Harden Rockets perfectly. Yeah. And he fits with set, Atlanta pretty well. Stand around and set screens. Set screens, catch lobs. Rebound. Don't do demand the ball. Don't you dare he, demand the ball. he couldn't shoot. He couldn't shoot on the, on the pass. So... Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he only takes shots around the rim. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah they're 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 a good team. Okay. I guess it's I guess it's just gonna have to be the Knicks. Um, maybe yep. maybe two unprotecteds. You're, you're not getting four unprotecteds. I, I I mean I'm not doing it for anything. But <laughs> <laughs> who are we bidding against? <laughs> Thankfully, you are not running the New York Knicks, my friend. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. I want to talk about the Knicks. Um, and, and the thing I do want to talk about with the Knicks first is just how unbelievable Jalen Brunson has been. In a not-so-great season, Jalen Brunson is so fucking good. And, like, I mean, he was he was really good last year, and he's continuing to do all that. He's by far their best player. He's... So unbelievable at getting to the rim and his his like floater game once he gets inside. Such great like offensive awareness. Not even not that bad defensively. I mean, I think without him, the Knicks probably have like five wins this year, which maybe would be better. Maybe we should trade him. Um, but but yeah, he's unbelievable to the point where I started like to think of who are the all stars in the East. And um, no, I, I will break it down for you. Sure. So, twelve guys make the All Star team, right? Well, yes. So, 
the shoe-ins I have for the East right now, my starting guards are Donovan Mitchell and Tyrese Halliburton. Now, time out for one second yeah. before you go further. Are you going on who you think deserves to make it or the five players that are guaranteed to be voted as all-star starters because we know who's going to be voted as the all-star starters? I'm, I'm doing it as who I think should be the all-stars. Okay. Yeah. That's then that's fair. Then yes, I would probably agree with both. Yeah. Okay. Forwards. Um, there's four forward slash centers, for, big front court guys. There's four that deserve it. And beads miss sometimes. So I'll put him on the, like the second unit. That's Tatum, Durant and Giannis. Agreed. Okay. So that's those, those three and Embiid are to me, the four locks yeah. on the team. Yeah. 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 Especially when you consider voting patterns, but right. for deserving. So those five and beat a six. Um, I have DeMar DeRozan. He's been, he's been really good, but okay. If you don't want to have put him, then that's an extra spot for Brunson. <laughs> go on go on with yours. You give me yours. I'll give you mine. Okay. So I have, I'm going to show some, a spreadsheet I have with all the different like VORPs and advanced stats and stuff. All right. So here's pretty much everybody in the East. Here's the guys we just talked about. I I have DeRozan. Um, I also have Trey Young as like a. For sure. You got to have Trey. Yeah. As a definite. For sure. Okay. So this is from the first stat, unpredictable.com. Um, this is their like win probability added with like every pot, like a certain amount of points for a rebound, for a steal, minus points for a turnover. Right. Brunson, ninth overall. And obviously no specific stat is perfect because like you have like Jalen Brown is is not that high on a lot of these metrics. So you got to kind of take them all together. Okay. But Halliburton's actually number one right now after. So last wait, based game. on, based on that metric, Julius Randall is a better player than Paolo Bancaro. You shouldn't make that trade straight up. I would love to. <laughs> yeah, you, you. Um, in, in offensive numbers, it's possible. He's been better than Bancaro this year, even though like, obviously I'd rather have Bancaro and Julius Randall sucks defensively. <laughs> True. Okay. True. Actually, Ben Carroll's not that great defensively either, but he's a much better playmaker. But you could see, like, it's it's maybe not perfect, but it has a lot of guys who we already talked about in the top tier, and the other people are like are good players. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Points per shot attempt is my next one, which is like an efficiency thing. You have George Niang, oh, number George, one, and Niang. George Niang, and Nick Claxton. Al Horford, but a lot of the yellow guys in the top half, at least. And again, Brunson, 82nd percentile here. Pretty efficient score. This is from Cleaning the Glass. On-off stat differential. Uh, Caruso is obviously the best. And again, this is not oh, perfect. Look at who the top two guys on that list are. <laughs> Brutal. The LA could have been competing again. Actually, Kuzma is having a really good year. Oh, and Kuzma's having a great year. He's better than I ever imagined he could. Yeah. 
So this is the one that Brunson does worst in. Um, you know, some of it's dependent on like who he's on the court with. Uh, some of it is the Knicks do have a pretty good bench. But anyway, there that's where he is. Then go by like wind shares and VORP, which which are kind of the you same. One yeah. yeah. Why is Siakam not showing up on any of this when Siakam's having an incredible season? Because I, I didn't include him just because he's missed most of the season so far. Ooh. Okay. I don't know what your threshold for games missed was, but okay, I respect. I mean, it. by the time it's we're at forty-five games, he might be have played enough where he's because he was incredible at the time he's come. Like, let's see, I don't, I don't think he's played that many games this season. I want to say he's played half, if not more than half. I could be wrong, but um, he's played ten games. Out of like a 20, they, 21 game season. That's not bad. That's, I mean, yeah. That's, that's not bad, but I wouldn't like at the quarter point, I wouldn't consider him for an all-star team. Same with Harden. Right. But those guys are both going to come on. And Her- they Irving are gonna going probably, to probably, yes, they probably will come, come on, on as well. Obviously. And who? Kyrie Irving, obviously, oh, is going to come Kyrie's on. Kyrie's not getting put on an all-star Kyrie's team. Not getting put on the all-star he's team. not going to get voted no. on, but he's, he's, he's going to, he's going to come on like, He's going to start playing games too. And Simmons is going to start, you know, is going to keep playing games. Like all these guys who have missed time so far mm-hmm. are going to come back. I, I don't know. Um, all right. But, yeah. but anyway, Brunson's, he's like, he's right up there in every single advanced metric along with the eye test. And he's like scoring over tw- he's tw- like 21 points a game, 6.7 assists. You then do this where, with each of these these like different um, advanced categories, give you a point if you're in the top. I split wind shares and VORP because they're kind of the same formula. And the only perfect score is Kevin Durant. And like and look like this is not an unreasonable list. The only one that's weird like Butler's missed a lot of games, so I I would put Brunson on the All Star team along with. Because that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, the three That's more spots. Shake Milton? Is that what I'm saying? It is Shake Milton. Um, I would put Bam, Jalen Brown, and um, probably um, not Bull Bull, even though he's doing well. He's awesome. I, I think. I would um, put Bull Bull. <laughs> I mean, possibly Butler's missed a lot of games, but then probably like, Butler just by how good no, he's you been. Put Butler for sure. Yeah, Butler's going to be there for sure. But we're right, talking I'm about who is the All Star at the quarter way point in the season. <laughs> okay, I thought we were talking about who's gonna who was going to make the All Star team. Well, I'm t- talking about who's an All Star right now. If you had to vote on the current what's happened so far this season, Brunson's by definitely an All Star. But here's here's what I'm going to say to you. Yeah. It's all it's all based on what you value. Because I value what Siakam has done in the games that he's played for a good Toronto team more than I value what Jalen Brunson has done for a below average Knicks team. But I have I I put this list together maybe a week ago. Okay. So some stuff may have changed in the last week, so you know, forgive me. 
Uh, I, I just started, like I said, a new job like three weeks ago. So I've not gotten to watch as much basketball as I thought I did when I got the season pass this year, the league pass. But you should quit. I think Trey, I think that just based on the vote, I think it's going to be Trey and Mitchell are going to be the starter, starting guards. And then I think it's going to be Durant, Giannis, and Embiid because of the vote. Okay. Not that I'm saying that Tatum doesn't belong there or that. Halliburton doesn't belong there because they both do, but that's who I think is going to be the starting five backup five. I think it's Siakam Tatum, Jalen Brown, Halliburton, Darius Garland, who I know has missed some games as well, but is so, so much better than Jalen Brunson. That's not true. Uh, he is so much, so much better. No way. Uh, I'm telling you, Jalen Brunson has been unbelievable this season and is a great player. Uh, Jimmy Butler makes it. Okay. I think I'm at 11 with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going through the list of teams in my head. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe, maybe as the 12th guy right now, but I think that. I think Bam would also make it. DeJunte is better than him. No fucking way. DeJunte defense. Yeah. Okay. But he's been shit ever since Trey started going on his tear. He's like shooting like crap. Doesn't, he's like an offensive. He started the season. His first 10 games of the season were great. He's done nothing in the last 10 games. And if Can you're I talking about who's question? more valuable, yeah. If today. Yeah. Since you've already said you wouldn't trade for Anthony Davis. Right. If today the Atlanta Hawks called you up and mm-hmm. said, hey, we don't like the skill set combination of DeJunte and Trey Young. We think that Jalen would be a better fit next to Trey Young. We know that this is crazy. But we would give you DeJunte Murray straight up for Jalen Brunson. How fast would you do that trade? Um, it is a good question. I'm not question. asking if you would do it. I'm asking how fast you would do <laughs> not it. How fast? I mean, you're right. I probably would do it just because of the def- defense and the size. Um, I don't think it's a no-brainer. I think you all are sleeping on Brunson. I'm not sleeping on Brunson. I think he's fine. I, I just he's think, a good player. No, he's more player. than a good player. The best player on a kind of bad team yeah. who doesn't already have a name brand doesn't get voted to the All Star. We're not team. talking about that. We're at. We're okay, talking okay. about who, based on the season so far, who are the twelve best players okay. in the East. In that case, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I will, I will support that. Okay. I mean, like, I think Evan Mobley is better than Jalen Brunson. I think that he's had to shift to being a third or fourth option on offense because of Donovan Mitchell. But I think he's already a, like a first team level defender in the league. Mm-hmm. And I think that if he was not a second year guy who was trying to go with the flow because his team is incredible, he could be putting up 22, 12 and three blocks right now. Yeah, but you know who is putting up 22 points a game? Jalen Brunson. The best the best guy on a bad team? 
Well, it's it's a team where you have multiple like high usage guys in the starting lineup, so that he's still carrying the team offensively. He's good. There's he's, no there's he's, no question. He's yeah. he's good. He's not as good as Jimmy Butler. No, no, no of course I, not. I mean, yeah. So I, I I don't I like the the quarter mark and the the statue and were were very Jalen friendly because he's been healthy, and mm-hmm. some other really good players have not been. Um, and so, yeah, I would go with him in this particular scenario. In the way that you have established the rules for this question, which is a normal question. I would agree with you. Okay. I would agree with you too. I don't think that he's one of the 15 best players in the Eastern conference. I don't know if he's one of the 20 best. That objectively best yeah. players in the Eastern Conference. I mean, that's probably true when you include also like Harden. Middleton's Middleton missed games. Harden's mm-hmm. missed half the season. Maxie's hurt now, and he was doing incredible after Harden got hurt. Yeah. There are a lot of good players. But Brunson is awesome, and he's, and he's yeah. been a bright spot on an otherwise bad team. And you had to, you had to laugh a little bit when um, the Mavericks – brought in Kemba. Right. Oh yeah. Like you had to like, you had to go, Oh my God. Yeah. This is uh, not even the Lakers would bring in Kemba. <laughs> I, I mean, that was, I feel bad. Cause I love Kemba. I love yeah, the heart yeah, of a yeah. champion, but he does not have the body of one anymore. The ankles or knees of one, you know, who really wishes they had Jalen Brunson. That's the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that Kemba and Jalen switch teams Right. Is so is so crazy. And I, I, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, forgetting about Jalen being an all-star and I, and I agree he's, he's not one of the 12 best players in the East when everybody's just like, who's the bet 12 best players in the East. If you're going to do it that way. The, I think the Knicks did well this past off season, um, getting Jalen Brunson because he's, he's probably their most valuable trade asset at this point. And it's like, yeah, but they shouldn't trade. I mean, I think they should hold on to him. And build oh, a- sh- uh, well, I mean, that's okay. Well, say what you're going to say. I'm not, I mean, I'm not it, advocating for them to trade. I'm, I'm not saying like build around him. Like he's a, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. centerpiece, but he's, I feel like he's the type of guy who can be, you know, fit in on a very good team. Yeah. Um, he yeah. is. I, w- I would say he is a, middle of the road third best guy on a good team or an elite elite fourth best guy on a good team i I think i'm like like a really really good like like if he was on the celtics he would be the celtics fourth best player and he would be they would be incredible Mm -hmm. like objectively if they had him instead of uh brogdon they would be i mean i think even, even more so favorites to win the title I, I think I think the the thing that separates just his ability to get to the rim. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it, that that is just so important, especially when it comes to playoff time. And I, I yes, I think he's great. Um, I mean, he's going to get picked good. apart on defense come playoff time. Yeah, yeah. But he's that, that's get, uh, he, he might not be out there come playoff time. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that's, that's a that's a rich man's problem. Right. <laughs> like that's like if you're truly trying to contend. Um. Wait, John, what were you going to say, though, about, like, what... Yeah, I guess finish your thought of, like, what you think the Knicks should do in terms oh, of... Oh, 
I, I don't know what the Knicks should do. I mean, we talked about this. Last yeah, time. we talked. We talked about I, this I, like every week. I, I mean, it's it's like in, you have to you have to have top line talent to win yeah. in the NBA, and you can either draft it or you can you have to draft and develop it. Yeah, or um, you can bring it in through free agency. So you got to count on these young guys making a leap, and young guys aren't going to make a leap when Tom Thibodeau's the coach. Yeah, actually. Uh, so I, I actually haven't. I don't like Tom Thibodeau. I, I'm not that mad at the uh, at the playing time allocation for the Knicks this year. I would love Obi Toppin to be playing more, but he's playing a good amount, and they do play Obi and Randall together a lot. I think the problem is just that they have. I mean, Randall's really the only one. Like you just you have to just remove some players from the team. Randall, Fournier is already on the bench, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, I would say Rose, but Rose is. Rose might be their one guy who's like fits the mold of a team might actually want him as like an additional piece. He's still good enough for that. And like, he's not one of their young guys they need to worry about holding on to or anything like that. So he might be the one guy they can move at the deadline. Um, yeah. So it's more that they're just too over in a weird way. They're a deep team and some guys are blocked from getting playing time. And they just don't, they don't have anyone who's that good. Right. Unless Obi can make an incredible leap or yeah. RJ can actually, make a, yeah, make a I'm, leap. I'm very like, down on RJ right now. Uh, yeah. So that was the thing this year. Bad. RJ had to make a leap and he didn't. Yeah. He's been terrible, but he was injured most of the year so far, but he's just come back. Um, I really do love, and I'm not saying he's going to be the next, like a next all-star or all MVP kind of player, all NBA kind of player, but Quinn Grimes is really good. I know we could make fun of like that. He wasn't included. You know, they didn't want to put him in a trade for Donovan Mitchell. He is like, he's got great instincts. He's like the type of guy, like he does a lot of like the second, the next pass, keep the ball moving. Good shooter. Even though he hasn't shot well yet. Good defender. He might, he might be their best prospect right now. As I mean, I think he is. I think he is. I think, I don't think you're a prospect anymore once you get that max contract. That's true. Yeah. So I don't. I don't really consider RJ a prospect. Well, he anymore. didn't get He's a max a, contract, so he got what twenty twenty seven per twenty eight per. Uh, I think a little less, but yeah, something something around. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I think you're right. Close enough. It was close enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't consider him a prospect in, anymore. He's in the prove it stage. Yeah. Um. And he's not proving it. I think the Knicks have fallen into the trap that, like I said earlier, is yeah. the worst place you can be in the NBA because yeah. they're not bad enough to add elite top line, you know, talent in the draft. And they're not good enough to, I mean, I don't think they're a good enough team to make the playoffs, but even if they make the play in tournament, like they're not good enough to get out of the first round of the playoffs. No, no. I, I agree well, the, with you. That's the problem with them. That's and, the worst place. That's that's limbo in the yeah. NBA because you can't improve, especially when you're maxing out guys right. that or close to maxing out guys that end up not being worth the money that you gave them. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm okay Which, with the contract they gave. At least at the time, I was good with the Barrett signing. Right. right. But, I mean, and again, he's got plenty of time to end up being worth it. But yeah. objectively... 
if they're not bad enough to add elite talent in the draft, that contract could hamstring them from being able to get elite talent in free agency. Maybe. So he just has to be elite talent. <laughs> He has to be. This is that nobody nobody moves via free agency anymore. Is the thing you need you need RJ to be able to get to a level where he could be the number two guy on a good team because you've got the three in Brunson. You need the two. You need Barrett to become the two, and then once they're in place, you can get rid of Fournier's money, get rid of Randall's money, and go get a real number one guy. But until then, I mean, the the timeline is off. Because they're not a they're not a team that's going to contend, and they have all these very expensive players that aren't. They don't. Worth- re- I, I don't think they're in like salary cap hell, um, and I know they're, they're going to have to make decisions on whether to extend Ob and quickly and stuff like that. I, I don't think any of their contracts, besides maybe Randall, are bad contracts that you can't trade. Should Bernier's contract is worse than Randall's. He's got one more year. It's and it's for under twenty million dollars. It's not it's it's not a big deal. Um one more year after this. Yeah. No, but it's not like what John Wall's contract or Westbrook's contract used to be. These aren't like Oh, I know. This is I I, I, I guess to say it another way. I don't think that's what's the problem for the Knicks is that they're not going to have cap space. Cause like, that's not how free agents really move anymore. The problem is that they're not going to be able to get those elite level players. You need to get first from the draft as you were talking about. And this, the problem that comes after that is that they don't, it's like if if you, you might say, okay, so they should blow it up, but it's like, how do you blow it up? Like you're not getting anything for Randall certainly not getting anything for Fournier. The only player you could perceivably move in a blow it up move is Jalen Brunson, but that obviously they would never do that because of the connections with Leon Rose and his dad's a coach on the team. Um, but also I don't think they should do that. So that's, that's why they're in limbo is because they can't even easily get towards being towards trading for the future. Well, here is what I would do if I was running the Knicks. <laughs> okay. In all seriousness. In all seriousness. Yeah. Not I'm not being a jerk. I'm not, you know, joking about trading Anthony Davis. Yeah. I would sit down with Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle and RJ Barrett. And I would say, what fake injuries would each of you <laughs> like to go on? your injury report because we are making sure that we have the best chance at getting. I'm not just a fan of Wembenyama. I've known about him for four years now when the Lakers made the trade with Mm -hmm. new Orleans, I looked to see what was up with the 2023 pick. That was the first thing I checked for. And I was furious that they, that they, made it available to new Orleans in any way. Like process. I I consider myself a prospect hound in baseball and in basketball. He has been a generational level player coming up since he was 14 years old. So I can't fathom a scenario in which if you are not a team, that's going to be contending for a championship this season, that you are not doing 
everything that you can to have the worst record possible to give yourself <laughs> the best chance at this kid. Because I think this is going to be straight up a LeBron scenario where in the second season, he's already one of the five best players in the league. Mm-hmm. Like this is barring injury. Cause injury can always happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, de- he defends like Gobert, but shoots like, like KD. I won't say like Steph Curry, he shoots like KD. He defends like Gobert. He's, muscular. He's still a little lean. They'll put weight on him, Mm -hmm. but he's muscular. He handles better than like if Evan Mobley is the gold standard for big men in the current NBA who can dribble, he's better than Evan Mobley with handles. Like I could not be a bigger fan of his. I'm going to stock up on so much basketball card product next year (laughs) to just keep sealed in a closet for 20 years. Because this is, I mean, if the Lakers had their own pick, they would not be playing anybody right now. There would be no reason to, because they're bad enough to have a good chance at him or Scoot Henderson. Who's John Morant jr. If I'm the Knicks, I'm talking to all of my good players. Like, Hey, we've got to find a way to get the best chance at this. We view all of you guys as being a big part of the future of the team. Lie to Julius Randall, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm taking every opportunity I can to get Wembenyama because he is, I mean, yeah. generational. Um, yeah, that would definitely be the best thing. It's hard to like actually do that, uh, even though OKC does it sometimes. Oh, well, OKC is decent. The Spurs are going but, back down. Yeah, the Jazz yeah. are going back down. They realize the mistake that they made the first ten games of the season. Well, I don't think, at least with the Jazz. Um, I mean, I agree with you. That is the best outcome for them this season. I don't think they've done anything to try to tank yet. Like they're, okay, they're playing this. The Spurs have. The Spurs have. The Spurs have. The Spurs, the Spurs the Spurs have. They were like, "Hey, Primo, can you like take your dick?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the right. Primo thing was pretty bad. But, um. Anyway, I if if we were to like actually do something like this, I would make one adjustment to your plan. I would definitely okay. say you would you would want Randall to play because he's going to make. I would want to do point Randall, <laughs> which which he he lo- we know that he loves. That's his. That's really where his instincts lie. Say so Brunson, take the year off. Um, you're 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 going to be here long term. You're going to be as Sal said, the third or fourth best player on this championship Knicks team, which I'm sure every player loves to hear. They're going to be the third best player on a team. <laughs> That's pretty good. Randall, we want your you we want you to double your usage rate. We want you to try trade to get that all trade trade the Lakers a, a heavily protected first. Bring Russ, Russ in. <laughs> well, in order to do that, Randall and Fournier would have to go out. Nope. Nope. <laughs> third team. You can't, third can't, team. You gotta uh yeah, third team then. Um what about just playing those guys, you Including know, playing the young guys. Um, I mean, I don't know. Brunson, Brunson seems to make them win too much. Exactly. Get, get the young guys out there. So I don't think they, you sit Barrett. I think Barrett. No, no, I, that's what I agree. I, I, the only person yeah. I think you need to sit to tank is Brunson. But also sit Julius Randle and let Obi play. It's not like Obi's going to lead you to 50 wins. Sure. I mean, but like, I, I guess you would have to do the fake injury. Cause like, r- as much as I hate Randall, he's not, he's still good enough where you can't just not play him when he's on the, right. when he's on your roster. 
So the only way to not play him would be to like bench him or break, you right. know, give him a right. fake but injury. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I would rather, I would rather, you know, do the fake injury okay. or bench him or whatever than than play him with the hopes that Point Randall will lose you a bunch of games. I would rather like actually develop the young guys and give right. them reps. Okay, um, but yeah. So to put a bow on it, I I do think the the problem with the Knicks is barring fake injuries, they don't have a really great way to get towards the bottom of the standings and they are in no man's land. I, 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 I can't be too nitpicky about the minutes allocation though, that Tibbs is doing if everybody is healthy. Cause I do think he is, he is playing Obi with Randall some and playing him enough. He's playing quickly a lot. He's playing Grimes. Fournier has been out of the rotation, so I can't fault him too much. All right. I think that's enough talk about the team that won't be getting Anthony Davis in the future. Will be. Four first. Four, Four first, first oh and pick swaps. And swaps. Yeah. Um, I did watch uh, a few minutes of some Rockets games, and they have been playing better. And, um, man, Jalen Green is... I mean, I knew his like numbers had crept up, but he really is... He's a good player. He's very fluid, like, like uh, almost like, like you know, Devin Booker ish. Not as good yet, but like that kind of skill set. But three level score for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I gotta tell you, I was, I've been. So did you ever? Have you ever played golf? So making a cross sport analogy here, mm-hmm. but like, golf is golf is it can be incredibly frustrating. But then when you like hit this like perfect shot, it's like, all right, I'm back. I, I'm in. And for me, that moment was the Hawks game mm-hmm. this past week when the Rockets were at home, they fell behind, and then they just came like there was the whole thing where um um I forget, I think it was I think it was DeJounte like padded. Uh, Jabari Smith on the head after sinking a three-pointer over him, like saying you're too too small, too small, whatever. They scuffled. And it was like, and then like the Rockets like came back and they were in that game, they were the type of team you want to watch and root for because they were playing young. They were running all yeah. over the place, alley oops left and right, just killing it. And it was so fun. So that game was like super fun. And then the the game against um, the next game, their two game winning streak, they had um, Shangoon was just going off against Oklahoma City. Like they have some players who are unfreaking believable. Mm. Like Jalen Green Jalen is. Eason. Eason, Eason is great. Eason is, Eason is great. Shangoon is great at offense. Jalen Green is fantastic. So like good. these guys are top, top line talent. And Jabari Smith is coming on. He is. The guy has figured out that he can't take forever to get up his shot. He's getting more confident and he's stroking. Like, and he's he's already playing great on defense. And that's four guys. That's four top tier talents. Well, and elite I mean, prospects. I mean, they're all they're, four of them are elite prospects. Tari Eason's an elite prospect. I think Tari Eason is going to fit in on a very I, no, good team. No, I, I, I do like Tari Eason. And I love like um, KJ Martin. 
I think I think KJ Martin is a good like you you saw last year with the Warriors how having these guys and they're feeling it now having these guys like Otto Porter and um, you know whatever coming off the bench to do stuff and be and be tough and all that stuff KJ is like he's a guy you want on your team. He's good. And Kevin Porter Jr., I still don't love him as a point guard because he calls his own number too much. And he's, but that's kind of, he's a shooting guard. And so it's still a transition. I don't know if he's a lost cause, but Ty no. Ty Washington is tearing it up in the G League. Now, granted, that is the G League, but he was injured at the start of the year. The guy's got Kentucky, you know, he's got blue chip propers. He could, he, he could still be something. They have, and, and they're like in pole position for <laughs> granted. It's only 14%, but for that 14% shot at Victor Wembanyama, And if the nets would just freaking cooperate and drop out, then they'd also get that swap possibility with the, with the nets. So I am so excited yeah. right now. I'm like, I, I was, I'm just down the start of the year because they were just a mess offensively. Just like, it looked like pickup basketball, but I'm getting into I'm getting into it. I think they're I think they're great. Or they're gonna be great. Very excited. I'm very envious of having that watching experience. Like I and I think a lot of Knicks fans actually and you do. A lot of Knicks fans would love to have like to see a team do a full rebuild and like I don't know. They they think like, no, you can't do that in New York. But like that's so dumb. But you guys were close. We you were just, close. You just missed. You got the third pick in a right. two-player two draft. Yeah. Right? Like, Well, three-player, if you include well, Darius, Darius Garland. Darius Garland went fourth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or fifth. Yeah. No, uh, DeAndre Hunter went fourth. Garland went fifth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, um, I really like the Rockets. I was a huge Jabari Smith fan. Uh definitely like should not have picked Auburn to go as far in the NCAA tournament as I did, but that's how much I loved him. I, I think that they need to spend the entire season teaching him how to create a little bit, because I think he's going to be an elite shooter, no matter what. And I think he's going to be a good defender, no matter what, but I love to me, Jalen green, you know, I mean, he played for the team. So I imagine this would be a dream come true for you, but to me, he is shades of young Tracy McGrady. Mm. That's, my all-time that's favorite rock like to me. That's Hallowed yeah. Grugs. That's that's my all-time favorite rock. Yeah, is Tracy that's, McGrady. But like, yeah, one of my favorite players ever. I love T Mac. Um, somewhere on the wall behind me, there's an autographed T Mac picture. I don't know exactly where, but it's there. Um, I think that they're great long-term, and I almost think not that anyone would be better off not getting one Banyama, but based on what they have, if they end up with scoot, I don't think anyone would be better off with him than they would be with him because he can kind of distribute to everybody and kind of keep Jalen in check. Cause you know that he will, you know, take over a little too much, mm-hmm. but I would, I would love, I would love to have the Houston prospects right now. Oh, it's, it's, it's really, it's really fun. And again, I don't know where like Shangun fits in the NBA. Cause you can definitely like a good center can absolutely work him, but he's like, he was hanging the other night with, you know, Jokic, you know, matching him. Like he's, a, he's so good on offense. Like every, yeah, every Rockets fun. fan I know loves Shangun. <laughs> yeah. 
it's nuts, dude. The guy is crazy. Who, um, Sal. We got to get rid of Gordon, by the way. We, and so Sal, if you, and they'll if, get, they'll get a first for him. And if not a first, like, you know, a couple of seconds, cause he's but, a good player. I mean, a, he is, but he's blocking at this point. Like yeah. that, that, that Atlanta game, he didn't play. And, and I mean, he's still great. I love him and he's, he's been a great rocket and I want him to compete for a championship and I hope he finds a good home, but it's time to go. Yeah. 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 But I mean, closer to the deadline, he'll be more valuable. So, like, and I think this sure. is, he's, he's got like a partial guarantee for next year. I think, I think that's what his salary is. I believe is. so, but I think you're bringing him back next year, no matter what, because he hasn't dropped. Yeah. He's, he's no, he's, he's so solid. good. Yeah. That's, that's true. They would probably bring him back if they didn't trade him. He's, I think he's like season. a $17 million contract. So by like current NBA standards, that's, you know, a value. Yeah. For what he brings. I mean, actually, is he, he's maybe not bad to have around, especially if you're developing right. Jalen Green as more of a ball handler. I know, but the problem is they're just too many guys. Like, well, there who, just aren't enough minutes to go around. If he's blocking, say, like Josh Christopher or. Uh, oh, no. The, Josh Christopher is so out. Josh Christopher is so far into the doghouse yeah. that, like, when he does get out, then he just chucks because he's like, this is my only like, I got chance it, yeah. to do anything. Um, I mean, no, I mean, he's just, I don't know. I guess most of the pro- part of the problem is a lot of the, we have a lot of big guys who need mm-hmm. minutes, right? So, yeah, he's not, I guess he's not blocking as much as I feel like you can't really play him. 18 minutes a night, you kind of have to play him like the 30. Right. So I don't know. I would yeah. feel like he'd be better at the 18 yeah. mark. Yeah. He's, he's, if you, if you can get a first, I mean, obviously there'd be, you're not getting an unprotected first for him, but it, it's, it would probably no. be a first from like a team that knows they're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Milwaukee. Exactly. Something like Milwaukee. Yeah. They have no assets. <laughs> They have, they I think they have some future protected first. Do they have any assets? Maybe I thought, not. I with the Drew Holiday trade and like everything, they, they might have they like the one more pick. I don't know. Well, every year anyway. that passes, you refresh yeah, your picks exactly. basically. Yeah. So, so they yeah, might so. have some late ones, but maybe they're saving up. I don't know. I haven't I mean, heard any rumors. Cleveland still has picks. He could take up some of the Karis LeVert minutes. I don't know if Cleveland has picks to trade, actually. Lineup, but Cleveland may not have picks to trade. He, he would be no, good. They do. They, I think they only gave up three picks. Right, for, but I think uh, they already... Mitchell. I think you're. they did give up three, but they had one that they couldn't trade, I think. That was part of the, like, Jared Allen trade. Maybe? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, Phoenix, though Phoenix, Phoenix is, for sure. Phoenix is probably holding out. They're another team holding out for KD, of course. They don't have a shot at KD. They do have all their Money picks though. Wise, they have the, they have the players and the picks to make it happen. But I don't think they want to lose Aiton. He's getting hot. He is getting. And he's playing Durant, well. Yeah. Durant can't play center, so you're going to be matching up in the playoffs against bigs that KD can't guard. Right. And Mikhail Bridges is like almost untradeable the way he's been playing. He's great. He's unbelievable. Yeah. So I don't think, I think for Phoenix, someone like Gordon would make more sense to give them a bench scorer for when Booker sits. 
because mm-hmm. Chris Paul's going to get hurt. They almost need another creator. Like they're best yeah. suited getting like a scoring combo guard, which is kind of what Eric Gordon is. Yeah. I mean, he's not quite the ball handler you'd like off the bench, but he can shoot and create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe Dallas starts tanking this year and they trade Spencer Dinwiddie or something. I'm sure maybe. they, but I don't see that. Anyway, fun times. Um, I root against Dallas, but they need to do a little better because now they're too bad. <laughs> so they, they got to, con- <laughs> they actually got to finish outside of the top, they the won't bottom be a 10. Bottom 10 team. I know. I, I think know. you'll be okay. I think I'll be okay. I want, yeah. It's like, it's this weird line where, I probably don't even want that. This is just like all like silly playing around. Like I wouldn't even want, I'd rather them finish like 12th worst record than 11th worst record. So there's less chance of them jumping in the lottery type yep. of thing. Or you you just rather that they make the playoffs as like an eight seed in the yeah. West. Yeah. There you go. Because then you know you're getting a pick in the late teens. You're golden. Yeah. That 15... That 15 pick. I actually wonder if if they wound up with the 10 pick, they probably would rather just give it to the Knicks and be done with it so that they can make a big... Because they need to to get their assets back or they need to get... They need to be done with that obligation so they can make a big trade to pair someone with Luka. I think if they could get the 10th pick, they would love the 10th pick. (laughs) I don't know. Because then they still would owe the Knicks a pick and can't trade until 2020 until 2027. But the day that you draft, whoever you draft at 10th overall, you can trade them immediately. Yes, that's true. But then they'd still be limited though on like what picks they could trade in the future. And they, I think, I think they want their, like their full complement of picks, which if they give up their pick this year, then they have the full complement of picks going forward. And uh, Dallas is in a, they got to do, they, it's, it's not there yet, but like they got to start, you know, they got to do something while Luca's there. Cause the Luca clock starts ticking. There was one other thing that I did not bring up earlier, but, The other thing on my brain, if you're the Lakers and you start tearing it down and slowly building it back up towards like four years, there's a certain free agent, unstoppable scorer, potential best player in the NBA, and he might want to play in the bright lights. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. If if Dallas never makes, that's why if Dallas never makes that big trade for a second star, like he's probably going to want to at least test free agency. No, he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> oh, he would love New York. He would absolutely love New York. At that no point, way. we would have already signed Jalen Brown in free agency. We would have okay. drafted Wembenyama because Jalen Brunson is sitting out the rest of the year. <laughs> He's going to be Anthony Davis. <laughs> After he becomes a free agent, sure. Or if you decide to like to take the Washington protected pick for him, because that's all the best you could get. Or for <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, anything to plug, Sal? Uh, yes, I have a couple of things to plug. I'm doing uh, 
Awkward family dinner on Friday night. I want to say it's a 6.30 show at the People's Improv Theater. Uh, on Saturday, we're doing uh, Keeping Cozy with Kitten Soloway at the Players Theater. I believe that's a 9.30 start time. Uh, it is created and hosted by my girlfriend, Annie Sage Whitehurst. She plays Kitten Soloway. I play the wonderfully Italian Carmine Limoncello, <laughs> uh, her, her best friend. Um, and it's just a really, really fun show. We've got Maggie Metnick's on that show, uh, Robert Price, Rory Scholl. So it's a really fun cast. Uh, and off the top of my head, that's really all I've got. But those are two awesome things. Check them out. I could not be more excited. They are two of my favorite shows, both to be a part of and to just witness happen. So, John, any plugs or thoughts? Uh, I'll second Sal's plugs. Yeah. Sal's, uh, Sal's great. And the people he mentioned Thank doing you. the shows with, uh, I know them all. They're all fantastic. So get out there and see some live theater, people. Jeez. Come on, Come people. On. And I will, I will third those. Uh, I will third those those suggestions. And, um, of course, subscribe to Larry Knows Sports, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow at Larry the Athlete on the dying social media brands. May all your dreams be hoop dreams. And may the rest of your days be days of thunder. Thunder.